And now, foul demon, face the vengeance of the Moon Knight. Listeners, yeah, that's right. It's not Ray. I don't have that scrawl accent. Uh, it's me, Phil, from the Caves and Lunatics podcast. Uh, a bunch of us Looney came together and decided uh, we're going to do at least—I'd say at least two of these episodes uh, that we're calling Round Robin: The Sidekicks' Revengeance. Uh, take kind of taking the stick away from Ray for a while. Uh, basically, we're talking about anything and anything we want. Like I said, yeah, it's me, Phil. I'm sure you're getting sick of hearing me. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by Looney's The Power, the power of, Chad. of Chad. And and Josh. <laughs> Anytime he says yeah, that's name, me. I'm, just, I'm, just, I, I'm just going, Geronimo! <laughs> what even is that from? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What is that from? Uh, that's the one. Oh, oh. Because on the first episode that I was on, we did the Isla Ra thing with the, it was sort of like the little radio play, and we yeah. were jumping out of the plane, and that's what I just said, because it's what I came up with on the spot. I was just wondering where we got the sound clip from. Like, It just sounds like a early 90s movie. I don't know. Probably. It, probably. probably what, like a Western or something? Some It has to be some, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. So we, uh, like I said, we'll get we'll get at least two episodes this episode and another one with a bunch of the other loonies who couldn't make it tonight, like Noel and uh, Dustin and Tommy. Forget, do we have anyone else in our group? But uh, yeah, so you'll get at least one more episode of random nonsense like this. Uh, <laughs> So are we going to do our origin stories? You know, how we got into comics and stuff? Believe that was All yeah. right, I'll start. I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably the old man in the room. I'm, uh, I'm 41 years old. I've been reading comics since I've been 10. So, yeah, we're 30 years of, like, Marvel and DC and all the, all the good stuff. So, and like I said, I'm podcast. I have my own two podcasts now, Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks. So. Yeah, I'm very big into the comics. Uh, really? We can't tell. Yeah, I know. You can't tell. <laughs> Look at my wall. Yeah, you can't tell. <laughs> All right. So, Chad, when did you get into comics? Uh, kind of started when I was a kid. My uncle gave me the, uh, like the very first Batman versus Aliens comic. Mm. And, yeah, that's the one where his parents were killed by facehuggers in the alley. <laughs> yeah, so it just kind of turned into one giant, like, alternate history timeline. And it, it was extremely dark, and I don't know where that comic went. Coincidentally, my uh, mother in my formative years refused to let me watch or read Batman, so. <laughs> but look how I turned out. That's that's why, that's why he likes Moon Knight now. <laughs> All right, Josh, how, well, what started you off? All right, well, actually, I have two different 
Well, because I originally got into it after the first Spider-Man movie. Because mm. after I saw that, I guess I was like 2002 or three when I first saw it. And then I went to the comic store nearby and I went and picked up just three random uh, Spider-Man issues. And I read them over and over again and fully talked about it. And it actually inspired the name for this order, but the Round Robin and the Amazing Spider-Man. So I picked up all those issues. But then I didn't really buy anything else after that up until probably about – I didn't get back into comics probably until about 2012 when The Dark Knight Rises came out. And then I sort of got into Batman. And then once I started seeing all the MCU movies, then I started buying everything. So I had to go 10 years where I wasn't into it at all. But now I'm back in. I've been back in for like seven years now. And are you, and Josh, where do you live? I think we're kind of close. Uh, I'm in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm out by Pittsburgh. So, yeah. Oh, well, I actually go out to Pittsburgh about two times a year because my wife's uh, dad lives out there. So we okay. go out. Yep. So go out there usually around March, April, and then like August, September, probably. So probably be going out there in the next month or so, actually. Oh, cool. Then we got the then we got the power of chat 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 there. <laughs> so what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, get in the Moon Knight series. But uh, which theory? Because I I have a lot standing. <laughs> what? Well, just random theories. Like I still think that on some level he's a mutant. Oh really? Yeah. Like, that's one that Tommy and I are on opposition about. Why do you think Why do you think he's a mutant and not just, like, a crazy guy or, like, you know, powered by a god? Or... Powered by a god is obviously a thing that fluctuates, but the consistency that somehow the universe tends to bend itself to whatever his narrative is. Ah, uh, okay. And it's just kind of back to the whole Maximoff problem, you know? Just, hey, congratulations. You're just going to ruin everything, or in his case, bend it to him. <laughs> was that him or is that Conchu? Well, that's the problem, is Conchu fluctuates in and out of his story so frequently. Wow, yeah. Oh, is, he another, is he another Franklin Richards? <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> I know. Would you hear the theory that Spider-Man doesn't age because uh, he stays the same age because Franklin Richards, he stays the same age Franklin Richards remembers him as, so. Holy shit, that's so, actually pretty good. So while everyone else ages, Spider-Man stays the same age. I thought it was the It's a valid case. theory. I well, that theory could be used for the entire universe, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I've heard so many theories. <laughs> like half of them, it's like, oh, yeah, that damn Franklin Richards. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's like, what do you want to see in this Moon Knight series? I mean, do we want to go heavy on the multiple personalities? Uh... Um, honestly, I'd love to have it essentially in non-sequential uh, episodes. Basically, it would just be like assorted Moon Knight stories. So we'd be able to like take from different runs, essentially. Okay. Like an anthology yeah. just set, like set in different points in his life. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I have a, I have a similar sort of want like that, but 
I think a good framing device that they could use for the show and they could pull, I came up with this because I, you know, I'm a big fan of Call of Duty and you could take this framing device from Call of Duty Black Ops if you've ever played it. But where you have, so like the first episode you show like Mark just in an asylum and then he is interviewed by, by Dr. Emmett and then each episode is like a session of them. But then when he's talking to her, we see f- flashbacks to different Moon Knight adventures, but from different, like inspired from different runs. So you could have like the first one be like his origin, uh, like the encounter with the werewolf. The third one could be like stained glass starlet. Another one could be like the Ellis stuff. So each one, you have a different kind of vibe to each one. And then it all sort of culminates to something at the end where like the whole asylum is sort of like in his head sort of like how it is in the Lumiere run. And then, like, and then, but then the whole thing happening in his head while he's basically like he is in the bottom where he's just beaten down and crippled. And that whole thing is like him sort of coming to terms with everything and maybe conscious rattling around in his head. Yeah, it would be interesting if they did play it like for most of the season. It's like, is he crazy? Is he a superhero? You know, is he imagining all the whole thing? So it'd be like an ongoing therapy session, and he'd be reliving it. Again, like it would just sort of be in his head, sort of like if, like in the mirror, like in the first issue of the Lemire one, where, uh, like where he tries to escape and stuff. Like he, that could be you can have that, like in like the second to last episode where he finally kind of comes to grip with everything. He tries to escape from the asylum, and then he does, and then, but then apparently. Like, that whole thing happened. He's like back to being Moon Knight, something like that. Yeah, I wonder how trippy they're going to get with the, you know, <laughs> with the whole thing. That's another reason why I want to do an anthology, like kind of like how he phased in and out of being in the asylum during the Lemire run. Right. Hi, Harlock. <laughs> Cats, man. <laughs> It's not like his seventies crazy cats, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're also doing She Hulk. Like, I, I want to know how they're doing this. Are we gonna? Is it gonna be all CGI? Are we gonna go all Bill Bixby and have like you know somebody painted green? Or uh, I'm really not sure, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I have a lot of respect for that character because it's just. Why wouldn't you want to be a Hulk that keeps your head? Yeah. Then you got like the whole, you know, legal drama thing you can do with. And I, I just wonder if they're going to do like, you know, like almost like the, in the style of John Byrne, are they going to ever break the fourth wall or something? Or Yeah. Punching through frames. <laughs> just talking to the audience. But, you know, like the uneducated people will be like, oh, they're just copying Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's already people. I've seen people online. They're like, "Oh man, all these social justice warriors, man, you're gonna make a female version of every every character." Now they go to She-Hulk, and it's like, dude, it's been around since what 1980. Yeah, but you know that kind of soapbox they gotta take. Well, these people, they think they see a couple movies, and they're like, oh, "I'm a huge Marvel fan." Yeah, and you've never picked up a comic. <laughs> Which is fine, but then they'll be like, oh, who's this She-Hulk? 
Like she hasn't been in tons of tie-ins, tons of events, just cartoons, comics, yeah. Video games. How do you think it's gonna pan out, Josh? Um I mean I don't really know too much about She Hulk. So I mean I'm not, I don't have any expectations. I mean I hope it's good. I mean I know of her and I've I think I've, the most I've seen of her just when she's been a supporting character in like the Avengers or Fantastic Four. But I mean, I just hope it's good and I think they yeah, I hope they I like to see more of the legal stuff considering they don't really do too much of that in Daredevil. Yeah. I kind of hope that kind of uh touches on the whole Daredevil prospect because she's a way better lawyer than he is. <laughs> and he has all of the like super abilities to be able to know when someone's lying, but she still has the know-how to outwit that. That's true. I hope I, that'd be nice if they use that series to like reintroduce Daredevil, you know, now that the Netflix stuff is over, although they, they have a certain time where they have to wait on all that, but was it like a two-year window that they can't touch it? I think, but I don't know if it's like two years from like when they drop like the final season. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, by the time we get you know film it and everything, I mean, it's probably almost going to be that time anyway. Yeah, yeah. I figure by by the time this whole slate of all this Disney Plus stuff comes out, the two years will be passed by. So who knows? They might try that by that point then. And I wonder how they're going to do their origin because in the comics, you know, she gets a blood transfusion from her cousin, Bruce Banner. I'm like, are we going to get Ruffalo in the first episode? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could see it end up being like like a sound clip. She's in the hospital or something. Mm. Like the entire prospect of her getting the blood transfusion was super deus ex machina. Like oh, yeah. a guy breaks into a doctor's house that magically doesn't have a doctor inside. It magically has all the gear. It's like, oh God. Really? I think it would be I think it would be cool. Yeah, I don't think we'll see Ruffalo be but I think what they'll do is like they'll like they'll just open up like or it's to get around having him show up, they'll just have like like they could introduce Rick Jones and have him be like running into the hospital room with like a core with like a Back Just a plasma a and, yeah, right. <laughs> that. But then you can Rick Jones in, and you don't have to worry about bringing Ruffalo in. Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome if she if if Rick was her sidekick or something. Yeah. yeah. Since I didn't get around to using him in any of the movies at all. No, yeah. And he's kind of a big deal, so I don't know. They could go a lot of directions if they do put Rick Jones in the show. Legal aid, Rick Jones. <laughs> so, let's see what else? What else are we looking forward to? What else is that? Uh, what are you guys reading lately, comic wise? Um, just finished Full Killer twenty sixteen. Hmm. Um, that was fun. I didn't expect. So, the first I'd actually read a Full Killer was the other day, and before that, it was just Greg Salinger from Jessica Jones. Oh yeah. So it's like, this is a completely different character. Like, sure, he's got the psychological know-how. He's got the knack for, like, pegging people for their abilities. But he's not as, like, how do I put this? Unhinged? Yeah. 
until he really hits that red line and just snaps. <laughs> I'm all excited. There's a convention here in uh, December. Uh, uh, what's her face? Rachel. Uh, is it Rachel Taylor who plays uh, Pat's or Trish? No, Trish yeah. Walker is going to be here. Yeah, I want to go meet her. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love those Netflix shows. <laughs> but Josh, so Josh, what are you reading? Uh, I don't know. I might get I might get uh, disconnected right away from this because uh, I've been reading. The movie will not tolerate your interference. I've, what you, What was that? I, I said I might get disconnected because I've been um, I've been reading Batman stuff lately, and I know that's not allowed on the show. But uh... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but no, I uh, I've been I'm about to get started on reading the War Games uh, mm, story. Nice. And I've also been uh, watching the movie will not tolerate your interference. Like crazy too. So it's so much. It's so. That's I'm not saying that it's much better than I remember, but it's just as good as the first time I watched it, like six or seven years ago. And they just got the HD remaster out. Like I think it was two, three weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they're remastering remaster and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I got the whole series for like ten bucks on eBay, like, like uh, probably about a year ago now, and I'm always just getting around to watching it. Yeah, oh, man, I still think that Return of the Joker was one of the best DC animated films. Oh yeah, 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 and you got to watch the unrated cut because it's like they actually like show the Joker getting electrocuted and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, ironically, that's the what? That's the kid friendlier version. Supposedly, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just abducting children and psychologically <laughs> damaging them. You could t- you could tell Ray's not here because we're using the dir- the dirty B word, Batman. <laughs> we could start calling him Batmanuel if it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Knight, the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and the, the the Moon Knight Annual comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, me and Chad were just talking about that. I can't wait for that. Well, my I mean, my my local comic shop doesn't like to order extras of any kind of thing, so I I won't get there until probably about Friday, and I know they won't have it, so I'm probably gonna have to read it digitally, mm-hmm. which I don't like doing. <laughs> My tablet works with Comixology pretty well, so that's probably what I'm going to do. You know, load it up Wednesday night so I can get it when I get home in the morning at 6 a.m. I mean, I have to say I'm impressed. I thought all these Acts of Evil annuals were just going to be like a cash grab, but I mean, I've been enjoying most of them. I think my favorite so far has been Punisher. Punisher, yeah, fighting the brood, yeah. Just, um. Yeah. So I mean, She Hulk was good. Oh, you think they planned that? There was a Miss Marvel, She Hulk, and Moon Knight annual all in this event. <laughs> Go figure, right? One thing you can say about Disney—they do plan ahead. <laughs> yeah, including like even their retro cartoons. How seemingly all the different stories are connected. <laughs> just like, which one of you spent like three months in a bunker? Just formulating art styles and little bits from each other. Just, I don't know. It's the Disney machine, but hey. 
going to keep us in Moon Knight and stuff. And then didn't they say, I, I guess Moon Knight's getting in a series because they said he's making a return in December or something? Yeah. They didn't say series, but they did say return. It's like, well, you're not going to return for like one issue or two issues. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a team up. Mm. Like, just like more of the Punisher again. I don't know. I just thought since he's appearing in Punisher now, that's kind of like a, uh, you know, between the annual and the Punisher issues, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're getting you ready. He's coming back because Ghost Rider's in those Punishers, too, and there's a new Ghost Rider book coming out soon. Yeah, was that Challenge of the Ghost Riders? Well, there's a storyline in Avengers right now, but no, like Danny Ketch is getting his own Ghost Rider book again. I guess someone's going to catch those fists. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like I said, I think they're just gonna get, they're giving people all, all the ghost riders. They're like, oh, who's your ghost rider? Doesn't matter. We have them all. <laughs> I mean, did they re- did they reintroduce John, uh, Johnny Blaze now in the new Avengers run? Yeah, well, well, after uh, Damnation, he's like the king of hell. But you know, Mephisto is going to kick him out eventually. Yeah, he's kind of prideful that way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like they trap Mephisto in like a penthouse in Las Vegas. I'm just like, there's worse places you could have, you know. <laughs> I think it's enough of a gilded cage for now. Oh, oh that's the other thing. Yeah, the, then I guess on Hulu they're gonna have a they're having a Ghost Rider series and a Hellstorm Hellstorm series. I thought it was gonna be together. I thought it was two separate, unless it is together. I don't know. I think it's separate. I hope so yeah. because I'm not gonna lie here. Gabriel Luna is kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying he needs his own. He needs his own series. I'm looking forward to seeing him in uh, the new Terminator movie, Dark Fate. Mm, yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, those two are going to be on Hulu. Cause I guess they said you know the mature stuff is going to be on Hulu. So, I, so that's what everyone's been saying. They're like, oh, so we're going to get a PG-13 Moon Knight. Yeah, I, I, I think that we can do a lot for violence. I don't care what people say. PG-13, and it can still be really terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mentioned this on the the last ITK that I was on. Uh, you don't... There's one R-rated moment with, you know, Moon Knight cutting... That's one moment in 40 years. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of other... requiring to cut off people of somebody's face and get away with being PG-13. On the other side of that same topic, though... I mean, how many issues did Bushman run around without a face? That was like <laughs> an image from Khonshu. Just, oh, thank God for that. And you can imply all that. I mean, you could have him standing over him and not actually see him cut off the face. And then Bushman just runs around with bandages on his face for the rest of the series. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, don't have to show, they don't have to show him cutting inch for inch off his face. Just Yeah. You can just... Show just a silhouette and need me if you really need to. I wonder how many frames in the show would it take to boost the rating from a PG-13 to an R of just gooey Tarman Bushman face. <laughs> I don't know. He'll, he'll have some kind of fancy mask or something. Just a new jigsaw for Moon Knight? Yeah, exactly. Well, that was my thing. I just wonder, are they? do you think they're going to try to clean up Moon Knight's image any at all? So you think Disney's going to try to like make him their Batman? 
I don't think so, because that would be, I don't know, that feels like it would just end up being too much of, like, they're actually trying to rip him off. If they're actually going to play on the Stephen Grant thing, where it's just like, hey, I'm a billionaire, I'm rich, and I have all these rich friends, and then goes immediately to vigilante mode, just skipping the rest of the story. I mean, you can keep the the personalities and keep some of the violence, but I just wonder: yeah, is or is, is Disney looking for their Batman that you know to slap on lunch boxes and t shirts and sell some toys? I don't think so. I think it's going to be a violence play, if anything. How about you, Josh? I, all of us actual Moon Knight fans are just going to when it comes to people saying, oh, Moon Knight's just Marvel's Batman, because if Disney yeah. actually plays it out like that, then, you know, then um, then it looks like they actually are trying, all, they are trying to, like, rip them off. Have any leverage at all, then. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, you know, we can always go back to the whole, the guy who wrote the modern perception of Batman wrote Moon Knight? I mean... <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can already hear Ray weeping. <laughs> uh, I mean, if this is like a sidekicks-oriented podcast, I mean, do we have to obey it by the <clears throat> B man law? <laughs> oh no! I just, I just meant when we we're saying, oh yeah, no, that then we would just have to. We would just hear about it more that he's Marvel's Batman. I just hear Rayquin. No, that can't happen. It's not true. It's impossible. <laughs> uh, so what else is going on? Is anyone suffering any uh, event fatigue? I mean, I got as much of War of the Realms as I could, but like absolute carnage. I haven't been picking up that much because I'm just like, there's too many events. They start one before one ends. Yeah, and especially with, you know, the Absolute Carnage being, like, immediately tied into the War of Realms event with uh, Eddie Brock getting the, uh, what was it called, the Dream Shard? Where he gets, like, the magical-powered symbiote? Uh, Something like that, yeah. And then just, like, just kicking that off a little bit strong. (laughs) I've been reading the Absolute Carnage, and it is bonkers i read the first issue yeah it's it's, it's crazy yeah i haven't read any of absolute carnage again because my local shop didn't have a copy of it the day it came out and by the time i got there they were out of it already but um the first war of realms I, that was the first like marvel event that i've been on for because i only started buying comics like a year and a half ago like new ones and i tried to get all the tie-ins like for War of the Realms, and I think by like by the time I got to the third issue, a it was a lot, but uh, but b with when issue three came out, they also had those Strike Force issues that came. First Dark Elf Realm, Strike Strike Force, Frost Giant Realm, or something like that. And I read the uh, I read issue three, and I read the Dark Elf Realm one, and. But it was basically them just planning on doing what they were doing in issue three. And I'm like, there's no point in me to buy this. And that it really killed my 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 uh, enthusiasm because I'm like, there's no point in me to buy all these other tie-ins because 
it's it's pointless. So I just read the rest of the main story, and that was I just gave up on trying to track out. <laughs> I mean, and there's so many tie-ins for Absolute Carnage, but I, I I was saying today, I think the best tie-in is uh well the way they did it is Absolute uh, Carnage Deadpool because his last series ended, and now this mini series they're releasing it before they start the, his new ongoing series. So I was like, oh, cool. So you don't have like an extra Deadpool issue every month to buy. It's almost like he keeps coming back. <laughs> and yes, I know we keep straying to DC, Ray, but uh, is anyone excited for the Joker movie? I'm still on the fence. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I'm looking forward to seeing how well it pans out. I'm just kind of wary of it because immediately, like, did you read that IGN article hmm. where they it's an official IGN article and the guy who wrote it ended up putting out like 40 times he uh, wrote society and just went on a long expository about how corrupt society is. It's like, yeah, but move on. Next point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm scared. I mean, I'm a DC fan along with a Marvel fan, and just these last couple movies, I'm just like, Ugh. but that Joker movie doesn't look good. But I mean, supposedly there's some reviews that they're like, oh, it's getting such critical acclaim. From but from what I hear, a lot of the critics who are giving it that critical acclaim are supposedly the ones you can like pay off to get a good review. <laughs> what a surprise! Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Shazam was all right. But yeah, some of these other, I mean, Aquaman. I loved most of the Aquaman movie, except for the character of Aquaman. Ironic. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh, he just leaves the guy to die. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that little question right there at the beginning. I'm just like, okay, yeah. You make it, make us like your movie by making me hate the lead character like towards the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm such a big Batman fan, but the, like Batman and Superman and Justice League, I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? So what's your opinion about the uh, White Knight continuation? Um, Oh, yeah, it's two issues in. I mean, I like it's OK. I don't think it's as strong as the first series. Yeah, it, I, it, it seems like they like I don't want to say cash grab, but they like they want to go back and milk that for all it's worth. Well, I mean, they're going way back. They're grabbing Azrael and throwing him back into the mix. I know, but this time he's like a mercenary or something. Yeah, the way they painted him, he was like an ex-vet, like, which that's okay. But, I mean, I know just working in a church, that's kind of not been his MO in the past. Yeah. I thought that he was just kind of like programmed into being part of the church. Oh yeah, his dad was part in the original. Yeah, his dad was in it, and he like basically programmed him since birth. Yeah, and this in the Curse of the White Knight, it just seems like besides the name and the uniform, it's like no com- similarities to the original yeah. version, except for being like fucking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, he's huge. Well, what if you want to go up against, the, if you want to go up against the Batman, you can't be a ninety-eight pound weakling. Yeah, but, like, I thought that, I don't know, he had magical gear. And, you know, he's insane. I don't know. Well, the, the roids help. The roids help. 
<laughs> okay, so if you're reading DC, um, what do you think of this? Uh, uh, the Batman who laughs? Or are they just like? I'm so sick of it. <laughs> I'm Every... so sick of hearing everything about the Batman that laughs. It's like originally I liked the storytelling. Mm-hmm. I liked all the different background stories going on with the Dark Knight's metal, but they just really let that thing go. Like now it's his whole own thing. And I just, they should have cut it like half that story ago. It just turned into too many problems to deal with. It just seems like they're trying to milk Batman again for everything. You know, every like half of these books, I swear are like somehow Batman related. Yeah. I think it's because, like, shirts included. I mean, you can just kind of put Batman everywhere, and someone's going to be like, oh, let's go ahead and read that. Let's go ahead and watch that. Just like I'm getting sick of Harley Quinn. I mean, I like the character, but they're just putting her in everything. Yeah. And that's sad because uh, that new Harleen Black Label comic, Mm -hmm. I want to read it. I love the artist. But it's just, I'm done. I'm done with it. Oh, I know. That's like in October when that Joker movie comes out. I think they, oh, is there like three or four different like Joker and Harley Quinn miniseries coming out that month or something? <laughs> oh, no. Chad Ruth is saving it. <laughs> Sorry. A little bit distracted by my cat <laughs> fucking with things. <laughs> but yeah, it just seems like. I mean, between, well, Batman and then Spider-Man on the other side, it's just like, it seems like half the line is just Batman or Spider-Man on each side. Well, I mean, they're pretty productive, you know, mm-hmm. for the labels. Yeah, the flagship characters for each company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Batman is really overtaken Superman, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I remember when, like, Superman was the shit in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Or even Everything like the was stuff. Yeah. The only Superman stories that I like are either origin stories, which I haven't read the year one one. I'm not going to. But origin stories, or I like the death of Superman and the reign of the Superman yeah. when he's dead and not around. <laughs> Other than that, I can't get into Superman at all. Oh, ben, ben, our, our buddy Bendis is writing Superman now. Yeah. Oh, I've heard about that, and I've heard it's not that good. <sighs> he's basically created a new figure who's basically behind the destruction of Krypton. You know, basically, he's saying, I destroyed Krypton, but of course it's Bendis, so the guy's been around for a year, and we still don't know how or why or what he destroyed Krypton for. Bendis. <laughs> oh, the, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, on our podcast, yes, I have I actually have a sound drop for Bendis. Bendis, Bendis, Bendis. Is that just like where you go ahead and drop that sound clip anytime Bendis is trying to Bendis, Bendis? Oh, like we say, yeah, you know, when Bendis is trying to rub his Bendis over everything. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't get me started. It just I, we were talking about this last night. It just seems like Bendis is more interested in like all the peripheral characters, you know, more than actually Superman. Which is fine. I mean, you can flesh out some of these other characters, but it's like 
they gave him two Superman books. It's like work on Superman. <laughs> um, oh man, I, I'm I'm just done with that guy. Like he used to be really great for like Spider Man, and I think that he's great at storytelling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, but no, it's like my big whole theory with Bendis is like I think he's good at street level. Like I loved his Daredevil stuff. I loved his Ultimate Spider Man. Jessica Jones is great, but it's like once you start bumping him up, it kind of gets his writing gets wonky. Like you know, you get into Avengers or X Men or now Superman. It's just like he's yeah. better street level. Although I don't know what the hell happened on Moon Knight. <laughs> There's. He was just trying to bend his history level. What about the thing? He every every book he comes onto, he tries to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And it's like, okay, sometimes fine, but do you have to do that every single time? Oh, I'm that's kind of the problem that they've been having with the Batman Who Laughs, because everyone's laughing now. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Shazam, it's uh who else is on the chopping block? Uh I think it was Wonder Woman is said to be one of them, but they have like tons of sleeper agents. That oh, are... yeah, because he's he's gassed a couple of them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I forget. But yeah, I so think... so many iterations of Batman, they're just like milking it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about comics, but like, what what are all of your interests, Josh? film uh <laughs> like there's comics sure but well i'm a pretty boring person i don't really really comics and like video games that's really the only thing i really do with my time but i guess football season and hockey season though like those two are just starting up soon so that's good. <clears throat> yeah so, I'm, i mean i'm pretty boring i'm I, if you're not reading comics or watching some of this stuff i'm usually podcasting about it yep Pretty reliably. <laughs> yes. Like, what's your favorite teams, Josh? I don't know much about sports, but like, <laughs> uh, I'm sure people be like, "Oh, it doesn't count." Because like, "Oh, you're not allowed to like multiple teams." I think you're allowed to you're allowed to like multiple teams if they're in different conferences. So the two teams I like are probably two of the most hated teams, but I the the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. Those are my two favorite Steelers. Yeah, I was actually at a preseason game two years ago for the oh, first nice. time, and that was actually pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, so that's my – those are my football teams, and then the hockey team I like, the, the Flyers from Philadelphia. So, yep, that's – that's the only two sports I pay attention to. I don't like basketball or baseball. Ball or soccer, none of those interest me at all. Yeah, did you hear Antonio Brown got let go? And now I think the Patriots picked him up. <sighs> yeah, I'm glad they we got rid of him. And then of course he goes and clowns around and starts a whole media circus in Oakland just to get released, just to go to the team that'll piss everybody off. So he got released fuck. before he played one game. Yeah, he, he didn't play a single down. <laughs> I know. Oh, look, you covering in the room. It's it's Ray. Hey Ray, praise conch. Oh, he's gone now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was gonna try to jump on. Yeah, just a little ray of moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about you, Phil? Like, 
Any sports? Just podcasting? I mean, I, I watch sports from time. I mean, I'm not the hugest fan, but yeah, I mean, just living near Pittsburgh, you know, most of the people around here are into like the fo- football and stuff. So you kind of had, even if you're not a big sports fan, you're kind of in it a little bit, just, you know, because everyone's talking about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, it, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jack. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, I don't really do any sort of sports, like, at all. <laughs> like, nothing. I don't know. I'm just kind of, like, out there on my own. I hear a lot of crap about, like, Mariners and Seahawks because I'm over on this side. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I'd rather be reading something than, like, watching sports. Just be- I mean... I mean, no offense to anyone who likes sports, but it's like it's the same thing. They run the the same like five plays, or yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, because I've just recently got back into hockey. Like I was really into it like 15 years ago, and then as I got older, I started liking football more. But then like two years ago, I got back into hockey, and I'm like, fuck, comparing hockey and football, hockey is way more entertaining <laughs> than football at all. Faster, yeah, yeah. Well, they both move a lot faster than baseball. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was in the I was in the baseball as a kid, but damn, is it slow? <laughs> I I just it's just a fun fact. I read up uh, not too long ago, but I think the the longest baseball game I think was eight and a half hours. <laughs> and just and just for comparison. Just because I was, for some reason, I was coming with a little, like a little stand-up bit in my mind. I don't know why, but just because I was bored at work. But just to put that into perspective, so the longest baseball game ever is eight and a half hours. It took the Nazis six hours to conquer the entirety of Denmark. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an interesting comparison. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. It just that just goes goes to how slow and how that's the only sport that's not confined by time limit. Outside of Quidditch. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, nobody scored. We're going to keep going. Keep going. Anything can take an hour if you don't strike anybody out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. How about hobbies? Like, do model planes? I don't know. No, nothing. No, no, no. the comic books and like I, you know, like I'm married. I got a kid, so it's like any free time I'm with them. So I'm married. Got two cats. Hey, same Kamira. here. <laughs> um, I go to a lot of concerts. Going to Misfits pretty soon. That's going to be amazing. Uh, Danzig's playing, obviously. You know, our misfits, but also it's like the Chromags, the Distillers, and uh, the Damned. They're playing. Oh. Um, I don't know what concert I'm going to after that, but I mean, Andrew Jackson Jihad is going to be playing at Numo's in December. I might go to that one. Um, yeah, I just kind of do the comics thing. I drink a lot. <laughs> uh, certified nurses aid med tech cool that's nice. pretty much my life I, I love how we're setting this I, I love how we're setting the trend for this because like I said we're gonna there'll be another episode with all the other guys you know like Noel and Dustin and 
I think more interesting guys than us, <laughs> from what it seems. Well, I'm like, no, actually in a band, so yeah. I wonder if he has any road stories. Oh, I'm Probably. sure he does. <laughs> the guy knows Bemis. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing about Tommy's background because he seems to know a little bit about freaking everything. Band on the street, yeah. <laughs> And I want to know about Noel and Anna. I really want to know about Rick's background in Kaiju because it seems like he's really passionate about that. And it's cool, but like I don't know a lot about it. So, yeah, if you want to know about any of that, yeah, like email, email Ray and uh, say, here's what I want you to ask uh, this guy and this guy. <laughs> So, anything else, or should we wrap this up? Hmm. Just looking at the check sheet that we had. Yeah. And Harlock jumping out of the window. Huh. I love that, Brad. <laughs> I didn't even want a cat. And then my wife's like, oh, well, I just got this kitten, and she needs a playmate. I'm getting one, whether you like it or not. <laughs> It's okay. So, for, for my one cat, we went to the mall to go get shoes and came back with a cat instead. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't have the shoes she wanted, but went in the pet store, found a black and white cat, and came home with it. And now he has all these medical problems, and he's a pain in the ass, but he's part of the family. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's a weird shoe store. <laughs> Not at the same store, yeah, just in the mall. <laughs> Do we want to do the enjoy that read this bit? And we kind of did that talking about assorted titles, but I think we are more so bashing on some of the uh, <laughs> newer titles coming out. Well, no, we said Moon Knight Annual. We can't wait for that. Yeah. Recently got almost all of Volume 1 in one go. Mm. Like, cool. My mom went out to uh, Full Tilt over in Seattle and just like, oh, Chad likes Moon Knight. And there's just like a whole bunch of them up on display. And she just purchased almost all of it for less than like 35 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like I'm missing like four or five issues. Yeah, that's like I, I have like every issue of Mark Spector except for like one issue. I think it's that one what is it, like 56 or something, whatever uh, one Spider-Man's on. Uh, that's like the only one I think I'm missing from that run. Yeah, I'm exactly in the same boat. It's 57 because it's the Infinity uh, War time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like super expensive. This is done by Stephen Platt. Yeah. Even though like the interior art to me looks like absolute garbage. Like I don't like it at all. <laughs> and I don't know if it was a low print run either because I don't know if I've really seen it a lot like in, you know, just go into the store. Like, if you go online, you can find it. But, yeah, it's super expensive. Right. But it's weird because you can find, like, the ones that take place after it, too. You can find – I've seen that multiple times. But just that one, that's just one you just can't find. Oh, yeah, because it ended at 60. Yeah, I got all those other ones after it, all the ones before. It's just that one issue. Which is – has anyone noticed, I think, like, the price of back issues? used to be able to get, like, back issues for cheap, but now I think the price is going up as more and more people are, like, you know, discovering 
comics and you know all these people coming from the movies and stuff they're like oh let me you know especially sorry go ahead jed (laughs) i was just gonna kind of hit on that topic of i mean can you imagine how much werewolf by night 32 is gonna be pretty soon oh yeah it's It's already astronomical give it time (laughs) the show got announced which i was got announced what a friday i think that wednesday yeah, it was Wednesday because we were coming back from the comic book store, and I said to my wife, "Oh yeah, I want to get that one. I want because I have I have number thirty three. I just don't have thirty two. I want to get it before some sort of show or something gets announced because once it happens, the price at least doubles or triples. And then two days later, it happened. I'm like, well, fuck, that's never gonna happen now. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what happened with all those comics that I got. It's like. I was talking to my mom about, yeah, these things are going to get really expensive soon. Like, because he's got all these things lined up. And then, you know, would you guess a couple days later? Show. <laughs> Just... Well, that's like even like those are a DC, um, Bendis and uh, David F. Walker created this new character, Naomi. And like the first issue of that, I mean, it's, it's probably the issue's probably like a year old. It's our issue one's already like five I think it's going for like a couple hundred bucks. Might even be like five hundred bucks. Jeez. Yeah, so I don't know if like people are speculating that, you know, oh did Bendis create another Jessica Jones over D C, you know. I think there was a recent one for a recent issue of Captain Marvel too, I think. I just mm. remember seeing people post about like, oh it's 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 all bought out of the shops because there's a new character created is every comic that has a new character created, like, is that going to be people that are going to be speculating it now? Like, well, that's what we were talking about. The one day is, is the speculators market back? You know, are we going to get the bubble again? Is it going to burst? Uh, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, it's not Kindy's level, but still. And we haven't really had a lot of like original ideas in a while where it'd be a cool new innovation. It's just kind of been the same rehash superpowers thrown into a new... It's Weapon H. It's oh. Weapon H over and over again. I wouldn't even touch that. Uh, but no, I just think it's, you know, as, as Disney uh, unveils new series and new movies, you know, then people are like, oh, let's go get the first appearance of this character. Or that, you know. Well, I've heard that with... Um, was it when the Eternals got... Mm announced i saw because i'm in a couple of comic collecting groups on facebook and it's like th- like the same week that eternals got announced like eternals number one was in like you know going for like maybe five bucks maybe the second that it was announced jumped up to like two three hundred four hundred dollars just because oh there's a movie coming out and then it also i hated it too because then just like with World of Night 32, if you're just a collector and a fan of it, you can't get it now because people want to jack it up because, oh, because now it has a movie and people who don't, they don't know the character, they're going to want to buy that one because it might be worth something. And it just, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think that kind of happened when they released Guardians of the Galaxy too. I think a lot of that stuff went up too. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, I'm gonna be kind of judgy here, but you know, Guardians failed almost endlessly. Oh, yeah. movies. You just couldn't get that thing a solid run. It was just one thing after another, and then the movies came out, and everyone was all about that shit. <laughs> Sorry, just 
<laughs> oh, no. I know when they first announced it, I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy? Really? Like, I even went as far as saying it was going to be the Marvel combo breaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at where I am now. <laughs> yep. We're going to be getting a third one. <laughs> yeah. So does anyone know anything about the third one coming up? Like who the hell it's supposed to be focused on or um, aren't they searching for that Gamora who, you know, from the past who showed up at, you know, at the end of end game. I thought I heard something about that. You mean Nebula or no, no uh, Gamora, the one from the past. Yeah. Yeah. But she showed up to fight Thanos. Why would they be looking for her? Well, I think she's still in the present is the thing. Yeah, but yeah, she just walked off. Yeah, she yeah. didn't hang around, or unless she just shows up. But um, you know, yeah. I think it's like, well, oh, our friend's dead. Oh, but here's a past version of her. Let's go find her. Well, and honestly, she would just be on Earth somewhere then, so it couldn't take him that long <laughs> to find her. I think the past Nebula would be a bigger problem than anything because she kind the, of was the, still. The, well, wasn't the past Nebula killed? Yeah, was she snapped with Thanos in them? I don't know. Because I don't know if they what, said so or not. If they were showed. Well, well, no, because the present Nebula killed her. Oh. Okay. In the tunnel or something. Oh, yeah, did she stab her or something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I think I think she shot her or something, yeah. That but, did something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't know what the third one's going to be about. I mean, we won't get it for years because if James Gunn is still going to do it, but now he's doing the Suicide Squad for <laughs> DC now, and that won't come out for, what, two or three years, so then yeah, like, Guardians will probably be two or three years after that. Yeah, so, they haven't announced for yeah Guardians of the Galaxy yet. Yeah, get, what is it, Eternals first? And Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember the order of it. Doctor but, Strange 2, uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi, yeah. Doctor Strange too. I'm looking forward to. Like being a horror junkie, it's like mm, you say it's going to be you know the new horror movie for Marvel, Multiverse of Madness. Not sure. Are you we're going to get the Marvel Zombies universe? Well, I mean, I'm sure you saw the little like tidbit of the What If title, and oh, showed yeah. Cap as the little zombie Cap. Maybe that'll be a thing. I wonder if they could tie those in because I know that what if series is going to be animated, but I wonder if they're going to find a way to tie that into Doctor Strange too. That would actually be pretty cool. I mean, they or both the no- multiverse. So. <laughs> yeah. Or if he just yeah. opens up, just just opens up uh, a, a portal, just like oh, we're going into this universe, and then opens up and you just see something animated, and like, oops, wrong one. And I think that would be pretty funny, <laughs> just for a split second. Yeah. I could see that. Realistically talking about dimensions, uh, why wouldn't a cartoon be a next dimension (laughs) or other dimension? I mean, Peter Porker, anyone? (laughs) Not anymore. I love how I love all the headlines. Sony says deal was that, you know, is done for now. It's like, yeah, until, you know, somebody breaks and offers up enough money. Yeah. Honestly, I, Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was say honestly, I I don't even really care about. We have so all these other characters coming, and all this other stuff coming. I couldn't care less about Spider Man, and 
Tomasi won't really show up for another two, three, four years anyways, so why does it matter? That's that's just my opinion, though. I know, but now we're probably not going to get any closure on that, you know, on Spider-Man Far From Home. Right, but it also, but with that, you also, it's all like the perfect way to close it out because figure if the whole world knows his identity, you could just say, oh, he just gave up. Does he give up? give up? Do they kill him off? Do they just never mention it? What? I mean, I guess I could always go with the whole like alter ego concept where he's ricochet or he's protege or <laughs> night monkey. Night but that's I can't use it. And I, I just love when people are like, oh, now he's going to be purely Sony again. Is he going to suddenly remember he has an uncle again? <laughs> I just had a thought, and I, I this would be funny because it would also piss off a lot of people. What if they're like, "There's only one way we can fix this," and like Sony's Sony would be like, "Oh, this is one way we can fix this clone saga. We'll make okay. him a clone." So it'd be like, "They're doing this, but the actual one is here, so they can't be the same one." <laughs> I think Sony owns all that, but that would be funny. It's like, oh yeah, we can't. Go- it's the same exact thing, but we just can't call him Peter Parker. We have to call him Ben Riley from now yeah, on. Yeah, right. You could just see because Sony has no idea what they're doing. It would just be the yeah. perfect thing for them to do. Like the only thing they have solid is their oh, what's it called? Into the Spider Verse property, yeah, as well as their Venom property. But they've been saying they're going to do the. Oh, what's it called Black Cat and Silver Sable for years. I thought they scrapped no, that. No, yeah, yeah, that, that's been canned for a while. I think. Good. <laughs> like, I, mean, I guess, I guess they thought they needed. Character. I guess they thought they needed both, but I would rather have seen both them and their own solo movies than together. Yeah, at least in the beginning. I mean, if, go ahead. Like I said, I think they also had a was a Mysterio and Craven team up movie announced like three years ago or something like that. They're just coming out with just whatever random. They're also going to do that Aunt May spy movie too before the whole Sony leak. Like they just, Sony and, and the DCEU, like they are the most, you know, jumbled up mess of movie slates ever. <laughs> they can't keep anything straight or stick with anything, or they just throw out whatever they want to on there. And then they scrap half of it. It's like how how can you like convincingly make a good movie with Craven in it? I mean, you can't do like the Tarzan thing. He has to be like what, a serial killer or something, right? I could get behind that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you would have to do something like that rather than like you know the whole loincloth and you know, yeah, all that garbage. See, I think you could use Craven as a Black Panther villain instead. Mm. Kind of like that one. Uh, what's it called? Boss Logic picture that he put out it kind of was like a wakandan defector and uh it was really good picture and he's basically got like a more tech version of his basic outfit but yeah um hmm, trying to remember when that came out was like right before black panther 2 was like officially announced Speaking of Black Panther 2, Namor? Mm-hmm. Did you hear that rumor? Oh, what? That he's in it? Yeah. 
maybe I could see that because they were at war for a while, weren't they? Yeah. And then, and it, well, everyone's too saying, you know, and then game they mentioned, oh, there's there's earthquakes under the sea, you know. Yeah, I could see it working, and that could tie into the Illuminati event. And, you know, I mean, those stones are going to come back eventually. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I could see with that with them doing that would be like, oh, oh, they're just copying off of Aquaman now, and Ugh. yeah, the, the com, yeah, the the, the common. You seem to, you know, just bitch about everything. Yeah, it's just like, it just kind of just doesn't make me as excited. It's like, well, you can't do this because people are going to think this. And you can't do this, people are going to think this. Just, I don't know. That's just I me, just Yeah, but I just never know if, like, if, is that a good move, though? Because then you put out a, mo- a, a Namor movie and you're like, this is how you do Aquaman, but better. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it would help if we actually liked him. More than the actor being attractive. <laughs> like I said, I did not like the character. So yeah, if you make it like a like somewhat likable. Na- well, that's the thing. It's like you're supposed to like Aquaman, right? I mean, like Namor's supposed to be a dick. So <laughs> yeah, right. But at least he's consistent about his attitude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but they 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 keep writing so many different reasons why Namor's like that. You know, back you know. John Byrne was writing it. And he's like, "Oh no, he's half since he's half human and half Atlantean. If he gets too much air, he's nuts. If he doesn't get enough air, he's nuts." And then uh, I don't know if they're reading Invaders right now, but the, they did a flashback. I guess Professor X messed with his head too at some point. So I wouldn't be surprised. He likes to do that. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a dick himself. Oh yeah. Oh, is anyone reading House of X and Powers of X? Yep. <laughs> it goes like all of my favorite mutants. I know, like they kill like all the X Men. But again, I, I, something's up. They're like clones or something. They're something. Well, that's like one of the possibilities I ran through because I'm fucking crazy. Um, I think that honestly, they're, I got backups of the same mutants. They're just like hatching out of pods, body oh, yeah. snatcher style. That's like the first thing we saw with them like hatching out of pods and stuff in that first issue. But like I saw somebody online were saying, I guess there was an old Excalibur story where Krakoa can like make duplicates of mutants that have been on it. Mm-hmm. So if all the X-Men we've seen so far in this event are just like doubles or clones or whatever. So it's like, where are the real X-Men? But in that case, I mean, then why is Xavier crying over their death? Unless he doesn't know they're a double or he's a double too. I don't know because he, he hasn't been taking that helmet off. So it's like, I know everyone's like, oh, he's using that to manipulate people. I'm just like, I wonder, is, is someone using that helmet to manipulate Xavier? I could, I could get that. It's kind of like a, like Weapon X. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the term? Like the special inhibitor helmet that Wolverine used to wear. Yeah. I could see that being kind of like a, perception modifying device and it's like you know he's wearing this big metal helmet and working with magneto hmm i wonder who could be affecting him weird (laughs) (laughs) and then moira mctaggart's a mutant now yeah which kind of makes sense because she got killed by the legacy virus and that was only supposed to affect mutants but they're like oh she's the first human that that you know kill yeah 
I mean, at least Hickman is going interesting new places. Yeah, like like that. I don't know. That could. I don't, I don't know if it. That'll probably work out. It's interesting. It's like her power is she keeps living her life over and over, but she retains the knowledge of each past life. Can I just say that time doesn't work that way? I know. It's, you, it's, <sighs> um, well, it's reincarnation, but she keeps reincarnating as the same person. <laughs> Which doesn't work. I know. I'm just shitty about that. I just wonder if this whole House of X and Powers of X event is just like them, just like like they're re, I don't know, they're breaking down the X-Men to build them back up. So when they do, like Disney does release like a new movie, they can build them into whatever version they come out with for the movies. That'd be nice. And to be able to do a clean slate. And like you said, you could calculate how you actually want the character. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe I'll actually like uh, what's his face Scott for once. <laughs> oh well, that's the other thing. Oh, Ben this wrote him as a total dick. Yeah, yeah, consistently again. <laughs> ben Dennis. I'm sorry, Becca. <laughs> I hate, I hate him so much. <laughs> I like him, but yeah, I did. I did not like the Ben this version. So. You guys been uh, listening to the Wolverine podcast? Yes. Yes. <sighs> I have not checked it out at all. You should, man. It is great storytelling. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, the season two just wrapped up. Yeah, because I guess they do it on Stitcher first. Like, you can pay and it's ad-free, but then they release it later for free, but it just has a couple ads in it. Yeah, it's just like, hey, Fracture, it's eco-friendly. And then it's like, hey, Robin Hood, hey, uh, Rocket Mortgaging. Or... Fracture, yeah. Fracture. <laughs> you want your made out of glass. And then it's like, they just wrapped up with that season and it was a good ending. Mm-hmm. He finally said the thing where he does a thing. He's the best at it, and it's not very nice. <laughs> I know that was like a long, like end credit scene almost. It was. Yeah, they played. Really, they had that scene. I was like, "Whoa, wait, what?" Yeah, I really like the intro and outro cello. Yeah, like, that's really ominous, but still like serene. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, we need we need a we need a Moon Knight podcast. Well, well, storytelling podcast. <laughs> It's like, uh, Phil, we're on a movie. <laughs> I know. But like yeah. an official Marvel telly story podcast. Well, we have the serial that Bray's working oh, on, so right. you have that. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's only going to progress faster and faster. More people hear about it, get more voice actors, etc. Oh, I just, yeah, I, know. I love that Chad character. It's just like... <laughs> You're God. I don't care. I'm drinking here. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a Bukowski take. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I actually have to bounce that's off. We're over an hour so, anyway, so that's pretty much right. what we plans now. All right. Yeah. All right. Before you okay. bounce off, do you want to promote anything, your social media or anything? Uh, yeah, so I actually just, uh, I just started up doing my own podcast, which is Panels of War, which I just go through, um, various war comics. So the, 
uh, yeah, put out new episodes on Sunday. So the second episode will be out tomorrow, even though that'll probably come out before. Uh, follow podcasts at war or that ah, panels of war uh, on podcast on Facebook. And that's pretty much the only thing I have for it. But, but yeah. And where can we find you on Twitter? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at instant badass 12. What was yep. that handle? <laughs> instant badass 12. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Josh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll never, I'm stuck with that username for everything for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's the way it works. <laughs> All right. All right. Click out of here, guys. So thanks for including me in on this. This has been pretty fun. Hey, thanks for having yeah. me. We'll have to do this again. Well, I guess that wraps up the round table. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna I wanna I'll play a uh, the leader song because uh Nolan and his band have the leader have a uh, single coming out I figured yeah. before we did that, uh Chad, where can people find you? Uh, hunting for the golden scepter. Let's see. You can find me on Twitter as Angled Time. Um, yeah, just Lovecraft stuff there, you know. Um, let's see. Then on Facebook, you can find me through the Looney Bin. You can find me through, you know, Into the Night. I'm just on as Chad Jernigan. Not very uh, interesting. Just kind of. You're not a badass. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a badass. I'm not a badass. <laughs> you know, I don't have you know illusions of being a badass either. We should just all start creating our own handles, like not not a instant badass, <laughs> or just like dissolves or uh, dehydrated badass. That's <laughs> oh, we could get, get some uh, cool screen names for ITK, just like you know, like. Bushman's severed face or something, you know. <laughs> Frenchie's cap? What? <laughs> Mark's bad knees? What? I actually had this idea for a tattoo that I wanted to get. So it's a tarot card. It's the new hip trendy thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's uh, the hermit and it's Mark at the bottom and he's in the wheelchair mm-hmm. in front of that statue in front of the window i basically wanted to have everything in black and white except for a jug of bourbon on his left but have that illuminated instead of a lantern oh nice yeah all right i was gonna say if you i I mean if you can stay or if you want to jump off i was gonna do some I'll, i'll do some itk uh social media for ray and then maybe some of my own or other order i don't know well, i should probably take a nap before going to work again oh yeah i was gonna say you're going to work too so yeah go, go relax <laughs> i'll wrap this up okay thanks well, sir. thanks for having me it was great that it was great to talk to you your podcast with you again yeah all right so yes loony listeners I can't I can't do the Ray accent. Okay, Looney listeners. Uh if you liked the, one of these episodes, like we said, we have one more coming up with some more of the Loonies. Uh, and let you know, write the rain and the uh high priest and let them know that you like the you know, the special the specialized programming, I guess you'd call it. 
Um, well, as for me, because everyone else did their pl- their plugs, um, as I said numerous times, and I'm sure you've probably heard me on other episodes, uh, I do two podcasts, the Capes Lunatics and the Capes Lunatics Sidekicks podcast. Uh, we cover all the new stuff, uh, superhero-wise, comics, movies, TV. And Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks is more like the reviews of like older stuff. Um, we've got a Spider-Man podcast. We even have a Quasar podcast where we're about to uh, start reviewing uh, every issue, issue by issue of Operation Galactic Storm. Uh, those of you from the '90s who remember that, or uh, if you don't know it, it's a it's a classic Avengers story from the '90s. Went through all the Avengers books. Uh, but again, you can always check out all check me out uh capes and lunatics at gmail.com that's how you can get a hold of us we're on facebook we're on twitter at capes lunatics uh we have a website kind of a work in progress capes and lunatics.org we have a youtube channel where you can watch this video yeah you can watch the video of this (laughs) if you want to know what myself and the power of chad and josh geronimo johnson look like yeah check it you can check it out on the capes and lunatics youtube channel uh, we have a voicemail, 614-382-2737. That's 614-38CAPES. So, yeah, so if there's comic books you want to talk, you know, share your thoughts about, you want the world to hear, because, you know, I know Ray and the others kind of talk some Marvel, but I know they're more Moon Knight-centric. Or even DC. Hey, any of you DC fans, um, <laughs> send me your Batman thoughts, because we know Ray doesn't like to talk about the dirty B word. All right. And like I said, I will, that's my social media. But of course, if you're listening to this, uh, follow Into the Night on Facebook, facebook.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Even follow the Into the Night uh, Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash ITK Moon Knight. They are at ITK Moon Knight on Twitter. Uh, their emails itkmoonnight at gmail.com. And like I said, next episode of this uh, Round Robin, the Sidekicks Revengeance, you're going to hear a lot of other, well, I'd say at least three or four more uh, loonies, including Mr. Noel Tate, who him and his band, The Leader, have a new single coming out September 13th. You can buy it digitally. He said the best place to get that is uh, at their band camp. Wow. Uh, at theleader.bandcamp.com. So I told him I play some music. So I figure I'll play the single box from his uh, from the new album, The Other Void, because that's the song they have up on the Bandcamp. So you can go check it out there or right now. So I guess we'll close out with uh, The Leader's new single. So until next time, Looney listeners, may Conchu and Ray watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later.
and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.